Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, hello, everyone. I am Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the show where we talk about all the things that are things, have been things, might be things, and are things in our own mind. We just look around and we say to ourselves, that's a thing. And then we talk about it. That's how it works. That's exactly what happened. Uh, these may or may not prove to be investment advice, but we don't bill them as such. <laughs> <laughs> and so. I hope I hope I haven't created an unfair expectation uh, by last week when not only did I identify a food thing, but like I made it and put uh-huh, up the recipe uh-huh. in advance. Uh, well, even if I've created that expectation, I want to tell you guys now that this week is not going to live up to that because Tom and I have both returned very recently from CES. <laughs> Yes, the Consumer Electronics Show, if you don't know, is one of the largest trade shows on the planet Earth. Certainly, I think, the biggest in the United States, anyway. Uh, It's gargantuan. It's tiring. It's full of technology. And you can see our other various enterprises for what we thought about that. But I... I think we can devote a little bit of today's show to some things that we noticed there. Yes. And I think that we should. Consider this our It's a Thing CES wrap-up. CES 2019. It's a thing wrap-up. It's a thing. Uh, You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, Neon sports uniforms. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I noticed this at CES because I'm at a bar in a Vegas hotel and I'm watching, you know, the sports book has... 500 different sporting events going on at once. And, and so you, I, I just started to notice that all of the different sports teams, not all of them at once, but many of them have these neon alternate uniforms. And then I looked down at my CES badge, Molly, and my oh. badge has a neon lanyard. Like neon has become the color of the moment. Yes, that is very true. You know, it's funny because... Tom and I had a conversation about this at CES, and I am, but I'm now realizing I think there might be two origin stories for this thing that you're noticing, because one is definitely the return of sort of 80s style. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. Neon has come back as sort of part of that 80s style. But I also, I think that in the sports side of things, that some of the, because it, I mean, I am all over, by the way, this trend, like I love those Miami Heat pink uniforms are fire. They're just the best. <laughs> and the and the Minnesota Timberwolves have a new line now. Like they have a basically a new line of Timberwolves gear that's Prince inspired. And so mm. it's all purple and pink oh, and nice. purple. It's so beautiful. I want it all. I'm like obsessed. But I have this theory that a lot of this fashion, especially in the shoes, is being influenced by China and the like Chinese market. And especially if you look in like sneaker fashion, there are, there are several big sports players who don't even have like a shoe presence. I mean, this is a larger cultural trend, obviously how everything is all about 
China right now, like especially movies, which we could talk about in a minute. But like Clay Thompson and Dwayne Wade, they don't have huge shoe presences in the U.S., but they have huge shoe presences in China. And the designs are just like wildly different than anything you ever would have thought about U.S. sneakers. They're super bright colors and they're these like really swoopy patterns and they'll have like big badges. In fact, the Dwayne Wade line, the Way of Wades, are in conjunction with this Chinese uh, designer, Ling Na. Mm. And uh, I think I'm looking that up just in case because mm-hmm. my, my brain is not working. Uh, Way of Wade, Ling I, I will say while you're looking anyway, that up that, that yeah. a lot of the Chinese dramas that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks uh, will have if they're and I don't watch these so much, but Eileen, my wife does. Uh, if they're like teen or college age dramas, they'll always have basketball games. That'll be like a recurring thing that they do. Like, well, let's go yes. to the basketball game. And and it's usually like the local high school or college, but it feels very American like basketball f- to me, is not a thing that's played outside of the U.S. much, except apparently, yeah, in China, it's huge. It's huge. Li Ning, sorry, is the uh, designer of the on the Way of Wades. But so it's a look that I would have never ascribed to the U.S. market in any way, shape, or form. But it's coming over, right? Hmm. It's like these shoes have mm-hmm. sold. I, mm-hmm. I just so I feel like there's a little bit of this like the neon back and tide. Forth. Yeah, the neon tide. Oh, that's so amazing. Oh, my God. It's a thing. The neon tide. If, Ride uh, the tide. If you were a Actually, patron. Baylor was one of the uniforms that I saw. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Roll. Wait, that's, but you're thinking, but Alabama's the tide. Alabama's the crimson tide, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't I get those, the neon they're tide all, pods, They all are. flick the same neurons in my brain, I guess. I guess that, well, I don't know, college basketball all runs together. It's hilarious yeah, yeah. I can do this much about the NBA, and I'm like, college basketball? I don't know. I didn't even watch it. I didn't I've been even watching more college basketball this year because of the Apple TV. Yeah. I set the University of Illinois as one of my favorites. It tells me when the Illini are playing basketball, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that for a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm just not into it. And then I just get all up in my head about the, like, exploitative nature of it and how the NCAA made a billion dollars but those players don't get paid and then it's just like I guess I haven't kill. watched it so long I forgot about that thank you now, now I'll be miserable <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my other CES thing that I'll throw in here and you can tell me if this is new or not because I, have, I haven't actually been to the show floor as often as I did this year I got, I got out on the floor a lot more and I noticed more booths with fake wood carpeting so the, it was soft wait what? it was soft like, you know, so the for anybody who doesn't know, what you want to do at CES is go to the expensive booths because they have the deeper carpeting, which is easier on your feet. Mm-hmm. And I noticed some of the booths had nice, soft uh, flooring, you know, carpeting, except it it was painted like there was a wood print. So it looked hardwood when you were just passing by. Then you walked on it and it was all soft. What? Wow. Okay, so this is new. I'm glad. Okay, good. What sorcery is this? I know. This was in the South Hall at a couple of different booths that I saw. I want that in, in the kitchen. Wouldn't that be <laughs> right? cool? You know how like chefs always have those squishy mats yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I need to know. That's the best tech coming out of there for sure. The best thing. There we go. We've named our It's a Thing Best of CES already. <laughs> CES is soft. Fake wood, Fake soft booth floors. Fake wood, soft booth floors. Catchy. Um, I Okay, I have a couple things, but I'm going to stick on the feet tip. For a minute. All right, right. <laughs> because I happened to, upon landing in Las Vegas, go immediately to 
their super cool sneaker consignment store (laughs) called Urban Necessities. Uh And it used to be apparently like way, way out in the hood and only like real collectors went there. But now they've moved into this sort of fashion mall area downtown or on the strip. But I bought these Jordans because I've been all I've been a little bit on a sneakerhead thing. Maybe you could tell from my earlier blathering. Yeah. Um, But I bought these Jordans that they're, they're retro style. So they're Jordan ones, Air Jordan shoes. Is what I'm talking about. And they're these crazy bright colors and they have freaking fur on them. Fake fur, but fur on the top. Wow. Yeah, of the shoe. Like they're amazing and so totally are they gorgeous. Like Uggs, but sneakers? No, they only have fur just on the on the the tongue of the shoe. Oh, okay. All like right, on the one right. spot yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. It's, and a, then, it's an accent, not a it's it's not an a accent. Lining. Yeah. Okay. And it's, cool. it's detachable. Whoa. Because sometimes you don't need to be so extra. Sure. You sure. just want your sweet color block, you know, Jordan 1s. Right. Um, <laughs> You're just walking the dog and you want your sweet color block Jordan 1s. Later when you go to the club, though, yeah, put yeah. that fur tongue in there. You snap that fur tongue back on, obviously. So these shoes are everything and I'm in love with them. And then it, those of you who uh, read any of my coverage from CES know that I found myself in a bit of a feminist rage. Mm. But it turned out as I was looking up the shoes that I bought. That they are the first Jordans, the first Jordans to be designed in collaboration with a woman, to have a female collaborator to oh, design them. That's like cool, you know, like street model named Ali Ali May. And that they are also the first Jordans to come in both men and women sizes. Uh-huh. Boom. I, I accident- so I could get them too. You could get them too. And you should. That's great. They would look amazing. <laughs> How much are they? <laughs> Well, I bought them at the consignment store, so they were 200 bucks. Okay. But which is a be, lot. Like, let's yeah, be clear. No, That's a like crap ton of money. But, like, considering they're this really nice suede and the faux fur and stuff, they're gorgeous. There will be a I link I only know about the whole sneaker culture from, from Entourage. I, I'm very much an outsider to that. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. It must be some sort of weird Oakland thing. And, of course, my brother. But I have several, I have several pairs of all right, all right, basketball like sneakers now. And all the other ones are really manly. But these ones are my Lady Jordans. And I'm super excited. So that's sort of a quasi-CES thing because it happened in Vegas. Did not stay in Vegas. Hopefully. Did not stay. You brought it no. home. Yeah. But was attached to my, but somehow helped to, it was served as a soothing balm to my Vegas rage, <laughs> to my CES rage. <laughs> yeah. And, and feet, taking care of your feet at a conference of any kind is important. Oh, yeah. I wore them yeah. around on the last day and it was great. Nice. So they're, they're actually comfortable too, which is oh, important. Yeah. Because yeah. they're basketball shoes. Like it's yeah. so smart. This trend right. is so smart. Yeah. Um, let's see. Got any, got any, I got two more CES things unless you do. I have no more CES things. So let's, let's get the rest of your CES things. And then, then I'll get to my other thing, which has happened just this afternoon. It's a late breaking thing. Late breaking uh, thing. Coming, coming up later in the show. Okay. So a surprising thing from CES is that I think that man buns are the new normal. Wait a minute. Normal. Hold on. I saw seven man buns at CES. <laughs> Seven. This sounds like a kid's book. Seven How man, many man buns. buns do you see? How many man buns do you see? <laughs> but like, just, I mean, like the hipster kind too, not like top knots, you know, not okay. All right. in any All right. other way. I'm right. talking about like hipster, unusually attractive men, because that's who the only unusually attractive mm-hmm. men ever rock the man bun. Sure. Um, 
with like thick, beautiful hair in man buns, sometimes so the, paired with the beards. top knot. The way I think of the top knot is just like kind of a messy, like almost ponytail on the top of the head, right? right. So, so your man bun, I would assume you're talking about something a little more styled, a little, little more care and attention given to. Well, the, you can have a messy man bun. That's okay. one of the looks here. I'm just going to go ahead and plop. If you're in the Discord, you will benefit from how I did a little research into the state of the man bun because I was like, good, wait, good, good. I remember this. when the man bun came around and I don't, I didn't know that it had become, this was CES to be clear, not Vegas in general. Right. This was at CES that this I saw is at Seb a ben. consumer electronics show that is still predominantly, you know, white male executives or Chinese right. male executives. <laughs> like what you usually write, like what you yeah. usually see at, C- at CES is blue shirts and maybe sport coats. Yeah, so the yeah. man bun thing, like it was a shock every time. And apparently it is considered still, according to men's hairstyles today, like super popular, the man bun. And they have all these different, so there I mean, are multiple It's styles. kind of a ponytail cut short uh, and then interest, and then turned into really something long. a little more interesting. Yeah. It can be, well, I, it can have an undercut uh-huh. or it can just be like, I have long, beautiful hair and I put it in a man bun and then I grew a beard and stared yeah, at you Yeah, instead soulfully. of a ponytail, I tie it up. Right. Yeah. yeah. The but messy it's not just a top bun. knot. It's not just, a, the, you got to look at this article because it's all clear to me now. Like you're yeah. right. It can be messy, but care was, it was a choice to make it messy. It's for sure a choice. Yeah. yeah. It's for sure a look. And so it was I'm intentionally messy. that if there are man buns at CES, Mm-hmm. Then the man bun is here to stay. They heard and it here that, first, to folks. Me, is a thing. It's That's a thing. why we do this. And then finally, my new thing, which so far is still working, and I pray that it lasts because I'm not sick. That's me knocking loudly on the wood. Uh, because I believe, because I have been taking this stuff called black elderberry. <laughs> Okay. This and I'm poisonous. turning into like it's, it does sound kind of poisonous. But this <laughs> oh is my like, god, she's taking black elderly. Where's the antidote? I'm not all the way on to like you know essential oils yet, but black elderberry is just you know it's in that family of like it's the new zinc, and to to ward off. But it's it's called sambucus, or, sambucus? or sambucus is what is derived from it or whatever. But it's supposed so to be really good herbal, for your immune this system. This is an herbal remedy. It is an herbal remedy. Okay. Yep, exactly. All right. And so I've been taking this stuff called Sambucol, and they say that it's a wonderful um, anti-inflammatory and immune system booster. And I'm just saying, maybe it's because I didn't go out and party all night at CES. <laughs> we, did not, we did not control for a, for a partying Molly taking like, black no. elderberry, but yeah. But I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm just saying, I'm feeling like maybe it works. I've, Black I've, elderberry. I have not, as of this moment, <laughs> gotten sick we from so- CES. I also did not go out and party crazy. I paced myself. I ate well. You know, ate a lot of fruit and vegetables. You know, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, we're I doomed. Know. I don't know why we just talked about that. I'm not saying we're- the black elderberry wasn't a contributing factor, but I think those other things helped too. We're doomed. Yeah. I can't believe we just said these things out loud. Yeah, we're going to be totally sick tomorrow. Aren't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. yeah. Well, then, I'm glad I put together a new chair that Eileen ordered this afternoon because I'll be too sick to be doing it tomorrow. Uh, but when I was putting this chair together, and when I say put the chair together, it was just attaching the legs. It was, you know, it was shipped in a box uh, and it had the four legs in a separate box that you open up and then you screw the legs onto the bottom. Boom, you got yourself a chair. It's a nice chair, very comfy. Mm-hmm. From West Elm. 
Mm. This is not the first West Elm product that we've ordered since we moved into this new house last fall. And as I was putting this together and then breaking down the box and disposing of the box, I realized it was taking (laughs) me longer to dispose of the packaging than it did to put the chair together. Yeah. It took me about six minutes to put the legs on the chair. Uh, three, three screws per leg. So, you know, do the math, 12, 12, 12 screws, putting them in place, pulling them out of the box. And then it took me a good 10 minutes to break down the huge box, pull out all the styrofoam that's not recyclable, gather mm-hmm. it all together, take a few trips out to the trash, squeeze it in there next to the extra clippings that the gardener left because he trimmed all the bushes and it wouldn't fit in the yard waste container. Go back in, break down the boxes, squeeze them into the recycling container. Like... <laughs> It's ridiculous. I I know I I sound like a Seinfeld routine right now, but like it just hit me just how how topsy turvy that is. Like I understand that like oh it was a maybe a more efficient way to pack it to take the legs off, but couldn't you just delivered me the chair and then yeah the box (laughs) like it does almost feel like a chair in a box at this point would make so much sense. Yeah. I'm surprised. I really am surprised that retailers, especially as more and more things are able to be delivered, such as everything, all the things can now be delivered. I'm surprised that there is not more of an effort around this because, I mean, the packaging thing is a disaster. It turns people off. It's, like you said, a nightmare to dispose of. Actually, you know what? I This is a, this is a hot tip for those of you who are lucky enough to have an Ikea in your town. Um, they have big bins, at least the one near me, out in front where you can drop off big boxes oh, to be recycled. Drop off okay. the cardboard. That's good to know. And so every time I've moved, I like yeah. everything goes there. I mean, it doesn't matter where the actual retail. <laughs> I think the only West Elm we have is in Hollywood from. and they don't have like uh, their own parking lot. It's a parking garage. So maybe that's why they don't have Ikea that. or West Elm? West Elm. Oh, yeah. No, this is Ikea. I'll oh, take your, oh, take your West Elm box oh, to yeah. Ikea. Ikea, yeah, they're, to drop they're over off. Burbank. They've got miles and miles of... <laughs> and I bet they have the big boxes. Because, yeah, yeah, no, I really like... There's so many of these sort of socially responsible things that companies could be doing. And one of them is packaging because... Especially it, like a Wayfair. I mean, I ordered a couch from Wayfair uh-huh. when I moved last December. It came in a couch size box. right. I, I about thought I had to have a bonfire. I'm Who's, like, what am I yeah, supposed to no, do? No, seriously. And <laughs> and even if you could take it to IKEA, you still have to like fold that thing up, fit it in a car, and take it to IKEA. Like that's mm-hmm. that's it's a lot of it's it's a lot of work to dispose. We we had a wardrobe and two chests of drawers that we ordered. Okay, uh, the wardrobe and one of the chests of drawers took literally three weeks to work through re- getting all the packing material into recycling. That could mm-hmm. go, right? Three weeks of disposing <laughs> of the cardboard for two <laughs> items of furniture. The other chest of drawers, which was the biggest of the three, was delivered by people on a truck who brought it in and set it down in my room. And I didn't have to dispose of anything. Yeah. It really, like, I would that would be a selling point for me. Yeah. If I could just be like, will you just put the, put the thing together and bring it to me? Yeah. That would well, be great. I'll pay you the, extra. The thing that didn't come in packaging that was brought in by people and set down was from room and board. So it wasn't cheap. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when you say you pay for that, you do. You would really, really, really. <laughs> never mind. I, don't, I actually don't want to pay that much for that. because <laughs> yeah. It was our one splurge. We're like, okay, fine. 
We'll do that. Okay. And then I'll put everything else together and throw away the cardboard. Right. But it's like a nightmare. Yeah, no, go to, uh, you're, you're probably, well, you're not done because you only moved a couple of, it, it, you're not done for at least a year. So we're not uh, done. No, take we, your stuff to we, Ikea. We're past the 50% point, but we're not done. Yeah. No, yep. it's good to know about the Ikea thing. There, I, mean, I also did, yeah, found so the local, up, there's a cardboard recycling place, uh, <laughs> which hilariously pays you. And insists on paying you. I'm like, look, I don't even want your money. They're like, nope, gotta gotta get your dollar thirty five. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, the cardboard you dropped off. And I'm like, awesome. can you just give it to one of those other guys who really can needs you just it behind me? Give it, give it to a homeless guy because yeah. yeah. turns out uh, there is a guy. Come to think of it, there's a place in Berkeley that'll pay you for your big huge pile of cardboard, but it's too far. I'm just going to Ikea. See, that, that Ikea is farther than this recycling place mm. to me. So, yeah, it, your mileage may literally vary depending. It on. is really it's really a shame that neither of us live in Montana because I know what my uncle would do. I mean, it's terrible, but just burn it bonfire. Yep. Yeah, they'd be like, no, burn my pit. dad used to do that with the brush. We didn't have yard waste containers growing up. He would just put all the brush in a brush pile and then burn it. Yeah. I mean, toast marshmallows. Oh, good times before mm. we ruined the environment completely. Ah, the 70s. Ah, the 70s <laughs> when you just did whatever the hell you want and it was a thing. <laughs> there were no seatbelt laws. <laughs> it was great. Pish posh. You could die I, a million I, different ways. I didn't even have a car seat growing up. It's crazy. I know. Yeah, no. In fact, that same uncle tells a story about how one time his daughter was bothering him in the car, so he blew face and smoke in her face and she went and sat back I don't know if it's true or just a funny 70s yarn, but either way. It's hard to tell, right? It's, how do you tell the difference? It's almost impossible. Because it was all so true. Hey, we have a couple of shout outs this week. We do. Uh, we have so the repeat, exciting. We have the repeat shout out uh, who actually said, you don't have to shout me out every time, but you know what? We're going to shout him out again because he's We're pretty gonna, awesome. We're going to because he's so great and he wrote us such a great email. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Akins, uh, for supporting the show, show at the It's a Shout Out level and brand new shout out supporter, Chaz Watkins. Yay, Chaz Watkins. Welcome to the shout out level. It's awesome up here. Yes. You get, uh, you get fake fur Jordans. Like it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> we are like the fake fur Jordan for your ears. <laughs> we are so comfy and yet just a little bit extra. <laughs> Seriously though, that is super awesome. If you would like to join Chaz or Mike or any of the patrons uh, at any level, please visit patreon.com slash it's a thing. God, you guys, it's like so it's just so delightful to see how many of you have have decided to like basically give us money to do the show. It really is it is a phenomenal thing that makes me grateful every time and and frankly, I think delivers a better product because it makes me want to up my game. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 you know, ad supported is fine, whatever, but people supported makes you work harder. It does make I'm you work harder. You. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cuz we owe you. Yeah. Um and if you would like to be part of the show in other ways, email us Feedback at it's a thing dot me. I know that feedback is really generic and sad sounding, but it just goes directly to our personal email. Account. Yeah, we it's both like, get it in our normal inbox alongside, you know, normal notes old from, inbox. from our mothers and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. My mother so never she, emails me. I don't even know why I said that, but it made it sound e- homey. <laughs> You'll be right in there with Tom's mom. <laughs> so great you'll actually be right in there next to the million ces uh pr emails that are now finally subsiding but i'll look at yours so there you go yes because we have filters set up don't you worry (laughs) thank you everyone uh for listening for supporting tell your friends it's a thing dot me patreon.com slash it's a thing see you next week (laughs) 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.